Hello, everyone. This is Kerwin, and welcome to another episode of What's Happening in Travel with Kushua and Kerwin. Kushua is not here today. So um, this week, we're going to talk about uh, visas. Um, and well, before we start talking about visas, uh, my background today is uh, the TWA airport terminal in JFK. Because uh, we're going to talk about international travel going from country to country. And if you've never had a chance to go to the TWA terminal and and now a hotel, uh, go check it out. The hotel is ridiculously expensive. It's like $245 a night and up. Uh, it's a great experience because you know, you're doing something that you've not done recently, unless you've flown out of the, the TWA terminal. Uh, I flew out of there, might've been 2000. Uh, with a friend of mine who went on TWA to uh, to Cairo, Egypt. Great trip, amazing trip. Um, this one, they flew the 767, I think it was a 300 that flew across there. But um, but today's topic, we're going to talk about visas. Now, <clears throat> the, the main part of the, uh, the topic is... So the main part of the topic is talking about uh, this, I guess this week uh, or last week over the weekend, um, the EU announced that effective next January, January 2024, uh, you're going to need um, certain countries, including the United States, will require an authorization before you enter the, um, the, the, the 30 countries that are affected. Uh, but before we talk about that, let's just go back a little bit because we need to get some definitions. Uh, a visa is um, is typically the physical documents that you get to enter a country. So it's like a stamp. You get a stamp in your passport that says you are authorized to enter the country for X number of time. And there's an actual stamp that you get in the, in the passport. Um, there's a lot of confusion with uh, a visa and an authorization. So, for example, currently, if you want to get to Australia as a United States citizen, you have to get um, a authorization. It's called an ETA, Electronic Travel Authorization. You go online to a website, you fill out a form, and you pay, I think it's like 20 Australian dollars or something like that. And almost immediately you get approval. And then when you go to the airport and you give your passport to the agent, um, it connects to the same system and it tells the agent that you have a visa. Uh, actually, sorry, you have an authorization and then you're good to go. Now, when you get to Australia, if you're going from the US like you know, two days later, um, but really it's only 15 hours, 16 hours. Uh, when you get there, then they stamp in your passport, the visa that says, you can enter and stay for X number of time, usually up to 90 days. Uh, if you, but when you get there, they can refuse you entry and they can say, well, we're not going to give you a visa. You need to go back to wherever you came from and you have to go back. Uh, then the airline works that out. Um, I think, I don't think you pay to go back. I think it's just, um, you just go back. I think that's how it works. I don't know. Um, 
but I think that's how it works. So that kind of explains to you what the, the difference between electronic uh, authorization and a visa. This is important because that's what this whole conversation is about. Currently, if uh, someone from the EU, including the United Kingdom, is coming to the US, they have to get what's called an ESTA. And I want to get the correct meaning, uh, the correct abbreviation for ESTA. Uh, the ESTA is called, it's an electronic system for travel authorization. So this is an authorization. I think currently it's about $21. So you go to a website and you fill out information and um, then you get the, the ESTA. Now, the reason why you can get an ESTA is because your country uh, is a part of what's called the Visa Waiver Program, the VWP. Now, the Visa Waiver, waiver Program says that um, between it's an agreement between the United States and that country that you can enter the United States without a visa. This means you didn't have to go to an embassy, stand in line, pay some money, fill out a bunch, fill out a bunch of forms, and then you get a stamp in your passport that says you can go to the United States. Um, and this this visa is good for a specific amount of time. And it has to be used within a certain amount of time. And again, remember, we even even we, even with that visa, you can be refused entry when you actually arrive. Because when you arrive, that's when you get interviewed by the border, the person at the border. So that's what's currently in place for, I don't know how many countries it is, but um, it's mostly countries in Europe that they can enter the United States uh, under the visa waiver program, but you have to do an ESTA. The ESTA was not always there. Um, but it is there now. Uh, I think it was. Um, I'll tell you later how when Esther when Esther came in, and but it was it's 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 been a while that Esther has been out there, and so now, uh, if you're let's see let's see you're in France, you want to come to the U.S. You go to the website, you fill out the Esther information, you pay the fee, and then you get an authorization. Then you then you get to the airport, the airline makes sure that that authorization is valid. Then you get on the plane, then you fill out some forms, and um, and actually I don't think you fill out the forms anymore. And then when you get here, you get processed either by the uh, machines or you get processed by a well, typically you probably get processed by a person, and they look up your records and they make sure you're good, and then they stamp you and you can come in. And you're good. Uh, so that's the current process. Visas are typically reciprocal items. So what typically happens is um, if my country says, I'm going to charge a visa for you to enter, uh, you're a citizen of visa, then usually what happens is that the other, the other country says, yes, we're going to do the same. Um, so it's normally reciprocal. Like Brazil, uh, because the United States charges a visa for Brazil, Brazil also charges a visa for the United requires a visa for United States citizens. Now, Brazil had stopped this for a while, but if they haven't started again, I think they're going to start again to do it. Um, visas are annoying because what they do is they prohibit tourism. Uh, there are a few countries that I want to go to, but they have a visa and the visa is expensive. And, uh, you know, you, you, some of these visas, you can apply for them online. 
And then when you're applying for them online, you don't get anything in your passport, obviously, because you applied for it online, but you get an email. And then when you get to the country, they know, but just by your name and your passport number that you've applied for the visa. And uh, and if you, if you haven't applied for the visa, then you can't go. Uh, and typically when you get to the airport, the airlines are the police because the airlines have to make sure that you have the visa. Because if you get turned away because you didn't have a visa and you required one, uh, it's like a $10,000 fine that they have to pay and they have to send you back on their own dime. So the airlines become the police of this. And trust me, they, they send people back all the time because some people just don't know. Right? Most people don't know you need, you need a electronic travel authority to get to Australia. So they buy the ticket and then they go. And the good thing with Australia that it's quick. You you get it within minutes of applying, typically. It's like it's like it's like almost almost instantaneous, unless there's a problem, right? All right. So this brings us to the news that you've heard um all over the the, the news wires that uh, and the headlines is normally Americans will acquire a visa to enter Europe. Okay, that headline is incorrect. One, it is not a visa, it's an authorization. Uh, and we, we, which is why I started by explaining to you what the authorization is, right? Two, it's not all of Europe, it's only 30 countries. Uh, now, um, it does not include the United Kingdom because the United Kingdom, as you know, is not a part of the EU anymore. Uh, so it's a different requirement for the United States. So if you want to go to the UK, you can go just like you do today, which which is you don't need any, any except your passport, which has to be valid for at least six months and have two blank pages in the back or right, and two blank pages so that so they can actually stamp the visa in there if they need to. Um, so you still need that. But and also Ireland, if you Ireland has a different thing. And if you're going into Ireland, you're not going to be you're not going to need that. It's called an ET. Make sure I say it right. It's called <laughs> it's called the ETIAS. It's European Travel Information and Authorization System. Okay, so it's, it's ETIAS is what we're gonna is what we're gonna call it. So effective January sixteenth is when um it's uh, sorry effective January twenty twenty four is when this is gonna take effect now, um. This didn't just start yesterday, right? Uh, this has been, they actually started this in 2016. Um, and I think it actually became came on the books in 2018. Um, so they've been trying to get this to be a law for a very long time. And some critics are saying that it's probably not going to go into effect in January 2024. Um because it's there's a lot of things that happen in the back end whenever these visa requirements come, and and even when it does, um, there's like a six month period that it says that um, there's a six month grace period. Supposedly, what that means is that if you don't know and you get to the airport, you can still travel without this authorization because you didn't know. But I guess that probably only works once. Um. So it's 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 not etched in stone that it's going to start January. It says it's going to start January twenty twenty four. So we'll see what happens. But what does this mean to you? First, you got to go to a website. If if you are a um, uh, a US, well, let's first let's 
let me tell you the countries. Is it 30 European countries that's going to require this uh, travel authorization, right? And um, and the reason why this travel author authorization is there is because these countries does not require a visa, which means they do not have to go to a consulate for this country in their own country and apply for a visa and get it stamped into their passport. You still require your passport and you still have, it still has to be valid for at least six months after your, after your return date. And it still has to be, has to have blank pages so they can stamp the passports in there. Typically today, if you went to say France, they will stamp you because um, they need to, and then when you're leaving um, Europe, because you know you can go intra-Europe without showing your passport, and when you're leaving, then they stamp your passport again that you left. So the countries that you can go to are Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Liechtenstein, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. So these are the 30 countries um, that require visa-exempt travelers uh, to have the ETIAS travel authorization. Okay, so who needs an ETIAS before they travel? Effective January 2024. There are uh, some countries. Now, not every country will require the ETIAS. Uh, only the ones that have um, are visa exempt. Many countries, you have to have a visa to enter these 30 countries. So the countries that are currently visa exempt, i.e., you could have just gotten on a plane and go. When you go, they process you at the border and then they give you your visa, i.e. they put a stamp in your passport and say you can enter. Now, these countries, you probably, it hasn't changed, but just in case, these are the countries that, um, that if you're a citizen of this particular country, then you have to get an ETIAS travel authorization before you go. And by the way, this travel authorization is good uh, for three years, um, and you only have to apply, or or if you're, or the life of your passport. So if your passport expires before three years, you got to get another one for the new passport. Um, and you know you get it once, and and then you're good to go. Uh, okay, so, and it cost uh, it's going to be eight dollars. Um, all right, so here we go. We got Albania, Antigua and Barbuda, Argentina, Australia, Bahamas, Barbados, Bosnia Herzegovina, Brazil, excuse me, Brunei, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominica, El Salvador, Georgia, Grenada. It's interesting just reading this because I didn't realize a lot of these countries didn't need a visa to enter um, the the thirty countries that they spoke of. So Guatemala, Honduras, Hong Kong, Israel, Japan. Uh, Kiribati, Macau, Malaysia, Marshall Islands, Mauritius, Mexico, Micronesia, Moldova, Montenegro, New Zealand, Nicaragua, North Macedonia, Palau, Panama, Paraguay, Peru, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Samoa, Serbia, Seychelles, Singapore, Solomon Islands, South Korea, Taiwan, Timor-Leste, 
Tonga, Trinidad and Tobago, Tuvalu, Ukraine, United Arab Emirates, United Kingdom, United States of America, Uruguay, and Venezuela. So all these countries, uh, if you're from one of those countries and you want to go to Europe in January, currently, once that effect, once that takes effect, you will need to get uh, ETIS travel authorization. Now they're saying that um, this travel authorization is not going to take, it, it'll be quick just like the other ones, unless there's a problem. And if there's a problem, i.e. they need extra documentation or things like that, it may take up to 21 days or something like that. Um, so if you're going to travel, just give yourself time, 30 days out, I'd say, and uh, just apply for that. So you have it, uh, if that's going to be the case, right? Um, you will hear a lot more as time progresses. Um, but remember, it is not a visa. It is a travel authorization. Uh, okay. Um, so that takes care of the countries that you need to go. The United Kingdom and Ireland, they, the UK and Ireland is not going to require uh, this document. Um, whatever is happening today for you, uh, like if you're an American going to US or Ireland, UK or Ireland, you don't need any, anything except your passport and a valid passport uh, with at least six months on it is what you're going to need. And you take that in, uh, you just take that to the airport when you go like you do today. So that's not going to change. Um, so that takes care of UK and Ireland. Um, to talk about who should apply, we talked about the countries that will require the ETIAS. And um, and then there's a whole list of countries that require a visa. If your country requires a visa today, that doesn't change. You're still going to require um, a visa. And it's a very long list, um, that of uh, including um, some from the Caribbean, including Jamaica. So that hasn't changed. Uh, let's see. And if you're, if you're from the United Kingdom or Ireland, you don't need one either, but we already spoke about that. Um, we talk about what the ETIAS is. Um, uh, basically, it's a, travel, it's a travel authorization. There's an entry requirement for visa exempt national travel into any of those countries that I talked about, and it's linked to your passport. It's valid for up to three years or until your passport expires, whichever, whichever comes first. Um, so we've talked about that and that's it. Uh, if the, the website to go to, it's, it's, if you just search for ETIAS, it's easy. You'll see it. It's, it's, a, it's on the European website. So it's travel-europe.europa, sorry, travel-europe.europa.eu slash ETIAS. And then um, you you will find the website. But if you just search for ETIS, which means European Travel Information and Authorization Systems, so typically, um, you know, it's 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 a way to, I guess, ensure that um, they know who's coming into the country, um, or it might just be because you charge me a visa, I'm going to charge you a visa, or uh, an authorization. That's typically how it works. Um, so if you got questions, please let me know. Uh, you can send an email to feedback at passwriter.com. Uh, nothing to be really worried about. All it means is that this is another step uh, to get to get into these uh, countries and you have to spend $8. 
Um, so it, it's 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 effective January twenty twenty four. So you have hmm, six months um, to to figure it all out. But uh, you know, keep the the if you're a U.S. citizen, <clears throat> the easiest thing to do is to go to travel.state.gov. And when you go there, you type your name of your country and the country you're visiting, and they tell you everything you need for entry. So if you're going to need one of these ET, ETAIS, um, it'll tell you that you need it there. Uh, so you can actually go in and, and find that. Um, so that's probably the best place to go uh, to, to start. If you're not a U.S. citizen, then go to the uh, website for your country that has all documentation of what you need to travel to another country and then you will find the same information there or um, you can search for the consulate for that particular country that you're going to visit and then you'll you'll um, you'll see that uh, visas is a thing that's been around for a long time um, the UNWTO is a part of the United Nations uh, I think it's World Travel Organization um, they're trying to get countries to stop having visas so it's kind of it's kind of weird that um, this authorization is coming up at this point when the UNWTO is trying to reduce um, visas. Because what happens is that visas stop people from going into other countries, and then what that does is stops commerce. Um, yes, it gives money to the government, but it doesn't really. Um, get, the, the idea is that the money doesn't trickle down to the people in the country. So if you allow people to come in and visit your country freely, um, you know then you 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 the country will will flourish more is kind of is kind of what um what they're what they're saying and i mean when you enter a country you pay departure taxes you pay entry taxes so the governments are getting some money from you coming into the coming into the country and the visa is just another another um offense that stops people from want who people who actually want to visit so if you get questions, let me know. Feedback at passrider.com or go to passrider.com or leave me a message on uh, social media or anything like that. And let me know what you think of the um, of the E. <laughs> I'm just going to keep messing this up, right? Uh, of what you think of E-T-I-A-S, which means Electronic Travel Information and Authorization System. And um, not to be confused with ESTA, which is the United States uh, version of that, which is the Electronic System for Travel Authorization. Um, and that's all I have. Well, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. This is Kerwin with CruiseNow2.com and PassRider.com. Uh, have a great trip.